Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Jordan, you've muted your microphone on Google. I'm recording. <laughs> let's start. Rec- right, I'm a- I'm recording now. Okay, let's st- this pissing my life. <sighs> okay. Hello, William. Welcome to Series 5 of Help I Sexted My Boss. Hello, Jordan. Also welcome to Series 5 of Help I Sexted My Boss. Now, we may sound a little different right now to you, and Diva, and that's because we're being responsible with our social distancing. I've been spending five series trying to distance myself socially from Jordan, and now it's official. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're not together. Not like that. Yeah, like we're not next to each other. I'm currently in my room in my old boxers. What are you wearing, William? Uh, I'm wearing a nice gingham shirt and a pair of corduroy trousers. Wait, I'm not really in my boxers, I'm actually in my trackies, but I need to stop wearing trackies. I read that you should get yourself into like a routine of getting dressed every morning, putting what you'd usually wear on, so like jeans and not... I only just brushed my teeth before we started this. That's disgusting. Um, so, how's life staying in with Mikey? How's isolating with Mikey been? Hey. Oh, it's a dream come true. Uh, we're having a, a whale of a time, thank you. Oh, good. Our plan for Series 5 of Help I Sex is My Boss is to help you forget the world for a little bit. So tell your friends, tell your family to whip out the D and join us. Because, let's face it, now there's never been a better time to raise a glass and toast the people we love. Yeah, I totally agree with that. We, we might not be in the same room, but it still means we can do the podcast and 
we can all have a G&D together, can't we? Now, a little secret, G&Divas, we usually record our episode a week or so in advance, which means the first couple of episodes of Series 5 were done a few weeks ago when we were actually allowed to be in the same room together. Over the next few weeks, you'll be hearing all about life for me and the Northern One, living our lives in isolation. But for the first two episodes of the series, we want to take you back to a time when we were allowed to be less than two metres away from each other. So yeah, like William said, we recorded these a couple of weeks ago before all this... No, 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 no! I've just said that... Or you, you don't I, need to do a sodding yeah, recap. I'm it's just saying. It's a waste saying, of everybody's time. I'm not. Do you know you? All right, you. We're not. You're not coping well with a situation here. If you William. don't have anything new to say, don't say anything at all. Okay, I'm going to be blunt here. Right, chill the fuck out. We've got weeks of this. <laughs> so, like William said. We recorded these episodes a couple of weeks ago, but we didn't want to change them or scrap them because we actually think it's a good way of um, escaping for for some time. So we wish I could escape. We've decided to just do these episodes that we recorded. So sit back, raise a G and D, and enjoy the very first episode of Help! I Sexed My Boss, Series Five. Cheers! No clinking. No clinking. Welcome to Help, I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Aiming to answer your 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas, like what's the correct way to hold an umbrella? Who gives a shag? I think that's a that's a slight dig up from the producer at a post I did on Instagram a few weeks ago. Who gives a shiny shite? And when will I stop tweeting about picky teas? <laughs> I lo- hey, I bloody love a picky tea, mate. Mm, I don't like I write like picky teas, Yeah, but mate. I don't like a picky tea tweet. And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss, but we're not your usual agony aunts, are we, William Hansen? UK's now, since Series 4, second leading etiquette expert. What do you mean, since Series 4? Well, you've gone down a bit, haven't you? Well, who's the first? Um, That bold guy that's always on telly. The bold guy? He's not an etiquette expert. <laughs> He's not. a comedian. What's he called? Tom something. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. Um, William's gone down in the world ranking of etiquette experts. He's now not the UK's leading. He's the UK's second. This is fake news. No, it's not. It's true. <sighs> anyway, we're not usual agony ads. Are we, William Hanson, UK's second leading etiquette expert? No, we're not, Jordan North, radio presenter. I'm more silver cufflinks. You're more court-issued ankle bracelets. <laughs> we would like to thank Sari for sending that one in. Thank you. Well, here we go. Series 5. We've got a new bottle of Debonnet in front of us. We're back, baby. If you have not listened to this before, this... <laughs> you won't know what that joke means. I've just dribbled. I forgot all of them. Would you please pass me a glass? Jordan, would you like a glass? Oh, yeah, yeah. Would you also pass the gin because it's a bit far away? I've just dribbled everywhere. I don't. I only don't want just one glass. You said. Yes, but I can't do both at the same time. Hang on, We've I been over this before. Uh, my fasting doesn't finish for another twenty minutes. So oh, tough. Right, you pour the gin in. This is gin and debonnet. It's our signature drink. It's two parts debonnet to one part gin. It was a favourite drink of the Queen Mother. Just one part gin. 
And also, we think Her Majesty the Queen quite likes it. I have it on quite good authority that the Queen only drinks it now at lunchtime, not at uh, not in the evening. Yeah, it's our signature. Oh, where's that going? It's our signature drink. Yes, and we have it for every episode. If you're just joining us, welcome along to help I set to my boss. If you've never, if you're not a big alcohol drinker, this maybe isn't the drink for you because it's alcohol plus alcohol. There's nothing in there to dilute it other than some ice and a slice of lemon or orange. And it's delicious. It is. Who should we toast to? Well, I think we should toast that lovely listener that we, we literally bumped into outside um, Westfield, Saffron. We were all together, producer Ben, me, you. This lovely girl came up to us holding her phone and, well, you thought she was asking for directions. So I just moved that away and said, he'll help you. And, and she was like, oh my God, I can't believe, can't believe I've just bumped into the three of you. Look what I'm listening to. And she was literally listening to Help I Sex to My Boss at that moment. So be more saffron, everyone. Saffron, this is for you. Saffron. And we're not clinking. To saffron. We don't clink. Because it's common. Mm. Oh, I don't think I've had one since. No, I don't think I've had one either. I've been, not since our tour. Should talk about that. Oh, yeah, later. no, I've had it on the tour. I've not had one since the tour, you know. No, well, we have quite oh, a lot. Oh, God, I have missed this. <laughs> It's such a delicious drink. If you've still never tried it, Gene Davis, and you've been with us from the start, just give it a go. Isn't saffron a diamond? A diamond? That sapphire is a type of gem. Saffron is something you can cook with. I mean, not our listener. Don't don't put. Yeah, her isn't in a hot it a really expensive ingredient? Saffron, it, it can be. It oh. stains a lot. Mm. Although not, I have discovered a new cleaning product. It's very good for if you have stained worktops. Gets rid of them. It's called the pink stuff. Have you ever tried the pink stuff? <laughs> Not for a long time, no. No, no. Well, it's good. Yeah. It works. You, you just rub it on the unit and it comes off. <laughs> it does. I'll, take, it, I'll tweet a picture of the pink stuff. Is Star it actually drops. called the pink stuff? Um, speaking of Saffron, mm-hmm. who recognised us, um, yep. I think we should probably mention bloody Lurchio over there. Right. He got recognised, didn't he, a couple of weeks ago, producer Ben. On his own. And we actually had a procedure and played f- for this. It was called Code Red. Mm. Producer Ben got recognised in Booths. You've never been to Booths. It's a northern Waitrose, basically, isn't it? Mm. We've talked about it before. And, uh, Argu- arguably, particularly the one in Media City, potentially nicer. Do you think? Mm. Anyway, Ben um, put it in the WhatsApp group and I was like, Code Red, William Code Red, because this was basically the time... To get rid of Ben. It's like Frankenstein's monster. That's mm. basically how we view Ben. We'd, we'd had a procedure and practised this, and I put in the WhatsApp group, this is not a drill. This is not a drill. And as you can see, it's worked, because he's still with us. Can I ask a question? Of course you can, my friend. Since the last time we spoke on Mike, you're looking... Is that a few greys coming through, I can <laughs> see? I don't want to talk about it. Because now you've hit the big three zero. I don't want to talk about it. You've gone from all of a sudden looking a bit Radio 1 to looking a bit Radio 3. <laughs> yep, I am. Um, I can't, I physically can't say it. You're 30. I, I just... How is, how is, how is being 30? I mean, I know because I, I am 30, but how, how is for you? I don't want to talk about it. Well, you're going to. I don't, Otherwise, just, this is a very short episode. I'm just questioning everything. Like, I've still not got a mortgage. I don't know if I can wear Top Man anymore. Am I still allowed to wear skinny jeans? And I've got a bone to pick with you while I was talking about that. Yeah, well, t- t- tell me what you did on your actual birthday. I went to your house. Yeah. Which which of your friends put on a luxury soiree for you? It was a bit of bloody chicken, luxury soiree. Bit of bloody chicken. It was my chicken thigh stuffed with sausage meat wrapped in bacon with a honey sauce. Yeah. 
It was delicious. It, yeah, it was nice. Other than the fact that one of the guests that we had there, one of my uh, my neighbour Tom, I sent the, the sauce. You know that lovely lemon and parsley sauce I did. Yeah. Had had flour in it, and he's gluten free. And literally, I had done all six portions, and I was about to dollop the chicken with this gluten riddled sauce. And he's like severely gluten free. And thankfully, I whipped the spoon away at the last minute. It was a high drama. You didn't notice, obviously, because I'm a consummate host. William bought me a present for my 30th birthday that we're not even talking about. Why do you not want to talk about it? Because I'm not, right? You're not and proud of it. Basically, That's I've had, I knew you'd want them. I I had wardrobe issues in my flat. I was rearranging my wardrobe, and the issue was that it collapsed on me. I nearly died. Genuinely, you were actually in the wardrobe. I, I honestly thought, like you know, when Skinner gets um, trapped on the episode of Simpsons under all these old newspapers, I thought it was going to be like that. I don't know that episode. Okay. I've never watched So Simpsons. the bloody joiner come round a couple of days later to get me a new wardrobe, which, by the way, wasn't the wardrobe that I'd asked for. And he'd shifted all the things out and he picked up that present of yours and went, oh, <laughs> are these yours? <laughs> I was absolutely mortified. He must think I'm all right. And what did you say? I just went... I said, what did you genuinely <laughs> say? <laughs> I said, no, they're my missus. <laughs> You deceitful little shit. I said, oh, it's my missus. She's a nightmare. And then what did he say? Oh, mine's the bloody same. She always leaves the stuff lying around and all that. I'm not telling you what it is. Use your imagination. I will tell people what it is for money. No, So I'll set up a Patreon. If people want to to donate, I'll tell you all the secrets. And trust me, there's a lot to know. <laughs> I can't believe... I was more... He actually... But he picked it up. He picked them up with his bare hands. I wouldn't pick them up. He went... He had them like... Well, you in, did on your birthday. He had them between his finger and his thumb. So, yeah, um, I have turned a milestone, but we will never, ever talk about it again. You've moved house? Yes. Yes, we've moved. Luxury residence. Yeah. We now, Mike and I are now raging homeowners, and we... <laughs> We own together, which is a big, big step. You and Mike are raging homeowners. Yes. Official, now it's official. I like that. And uh, we've got a lovely, lovely uh, lower ground flat. Mm-hmm. Well, it's ground floor, really. And uh, in a nice Victorian property. Detached, you, obviously. Don't you listen to the myths that there's a massive weight on council houses, because William and Mikey got on them pretty quick. How long were we at this for? Less than, less than four months, was it? Mikey's got um, stepkids like back in Wakefield, so that's why they got him on. Like it's all a myth saying can't get on bloody council house list. You, you did really well. Thanks. Mm. Yeah, and as you can imagine, William's like one of those neighbours. He has his leggings on, marigolds and hair his in a leggings on hair in a. I'm just picturing my mum when we used to live on a state. Hair in a bun. I don't have any hair to put in a bun. Get inside and wash your neck curtains, you dirty bitch. Is that what you say to your neighbours? <laughs> Yes, words to that effect. So, yeah, you and Mikey are homeowners. What else? <gasps> oh, and I've had him secured. Oh? I've had him protected against intruders. Oh, you've got mm. one of those bloody... I hate them bloody doorbells. No, 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 we don't have one of those I anymore. feel sorry. Those doorbells are putting decent, hard-working burglars out of work. But I do have... Look. Do you know the ones I mean? I've got a camera on the terrace. Yeah, that's the same thing. Look, we can go live to my terrace. Look. Who's that with Mikey? Shut up. Why is he on his knee? Oh, he must have a saw. No, he's just laying the paving. Oh, is he? Lucky paving. Oh. Sir. Uh... 
Isn't, I, that, right. isn't that exciting? No, can I just say, I feel very strongly about these new doorbells and these cameras in the homes. I think it's more for people to keep an eye on the partner. Well, yeah, well, yeah if Mikey starts doing something in the uh, on the terrace, then yes. It'll be motion It's motion activated. Mm. Anyway, it's good to be back, Gene Davis. Oh, oh! You sat on something. Oh, I forgot. You need to tell us who you've seen oh. in the flesh. Yes, this right, is calm very down. exciting. Okay, Gene Devers, calm down. Are you ready? Deep breath. I'm sure people will be as excited as I was. But however many series we have, I have alluded to the fact that, obviously, other than Mikey, um, the only man that I have eyes for is Sean Mendes. And I was sitting in a nice West London... Sat. I was sitting in a nice West London private members club... And genuinely, I was, and thankfully, I was with Mikey and our other friend Ben. Not not this one, another one, the one I like. And uh, this this very tall, dark haired figure walked past, and the three of us looked at each other and went, "Ah!" And yeah, it was Shawn Mendes in the flesh and blood. In the flesh, as as far away that that chair is to me now. And then, do you know what happened? Obviously, I was literally—I mean, I could, my jaw. I wish I was there. I, I was so happy for Mikey. You. Followed him into the loo. Did he actually? Out of the two of us, who would potentially follow Shawn Mendes into a loo, it was not me. Did Mikey see his witch? No, Shawn Mendes used a cubicle. But Shawn Mendes then came out, looked directly at me, and in that moment, he looked at me and went, "I want stitches." <laughs> It's not Japan I want to get lost in, let's put it that way. Be honest. Mm. Lad talk here. Yeah. Right. Did you jizz a bit? No, but I remained seated for a while, let's put it that way. <laughs> I missed a meeting. You met Sean. I'm so I didn't happy meet Sean. for you. I didn't meet Sean Mendes. That is the next you stage in our relationship. You do forget I've met him. I've shook his hand and Yeah, you've given him, him bloody royal protocol advice, which completely negates any reason there is for me to ever see him. He was really nice. He's he's very handsome. I know he is. He smells good as well. He was in gym gear as well. (gasps) Did you see his bulge in his trackies? No, I did not see his bulge. You so see his bulge in his trackies. Did you not? I was looking at his face because I'm a gentleman. What is the etiquette if you see a celebrity? Why didn't you go up and ask for a selfie or say, Sean, I'm I'm so sorry. Sean, so sorry. I don't usually do this sort of thing, but I am a big fan. In fact, I've done stuff that you wouldn't want to know about over you. Many a time. Camilla Cabello wouldn't be happy, let's put it that way. Camilla. Oh, is it? Mm. Oh. <laughs> Just corrected you! <laughs> yes! New series, new start, bitch! Sorry, I don't know where that come from. Sorry, I just corrected you. What? I can't believe that. I just corrected Camilla. Camilla. Camilla Cabello. Okay. Right, serious talk now. If someone came up to you and you and Mike were having a meal and they came up to you and said, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm... A huge fan of the podcast. Can I get a picture? Would you refuse them? Um, no, I wouldn't refuse them. I might say, well, would you mind if I just finish my Chateaubriand or something like that? Because I don't want it going cold. It's expensive enough as it is. And I'll say, yes, I'll, I'll come over and we'll do one in a moment. Okay. I generally am very obliging. Have you had people come up to you? Me? Yeah. Nah, I know the people, aren't I? Not bother with all that. Right, should we go to the break? Yeah, all right. But before we do... <sighs> before we do... It's time once again for the Series 5 return of Jordan's Joke Singular of the Week. I thought it was Jolly Joke of the Week. Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. A fella goes into a library 
and says to librarian, I'm looking for a book about... Says to the what? Librarian. Librarian. <laughs> yes. Fella goes into the library and uh, says to the librarian, I'm looking for a book about coping with having a tiny penis, but I don't know the title. And I'll tell you the punchline after the break. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So a fella goes into the library, goes up to the desk and he says to the librarian, I'm looking for a book about coping with having a tiny penis, but I don't know the title. The librarian says, I'm not sure it's in yet. And the fella says, yeah, that's the one. Well, Ben's laughing, which is the most important thing. Fella goes to the library. No. What? Goes right up to the counter and he says, Can I have fish and chips, please? She said, excuse me, sir, this is a library. He said, oh, sorry. Can I have fish and chips, please? <laughs> that's funny, because that's clean. <laughs> They're all funny. Mm. Bloke goes into a f- oh. chippy. Yes. With a fish under his arm. Says to bloke at the counter, says, do you do fish cakes? And bloke says, yeah, we do. He says, good, it's his birthday. <laughs> Fish under his arm. Okay. <laughs> uh, did you enjoy? Uh, of course, uh, hi, this, you know we're talking to you in March now, but in January, you and I were pressed double in the front of a Ford Transit van touring the nation. Yes, we were. I. Do you know what? I had such a good time. Apart from what happened in Glasgow. <laughs> oh yes, I'm sure we'll talk about that another another time. Remind us to tell you what happened in Glasgow because that was. Yeah, a life moment. Mm. Remember, if you want to help with something, then you can tweet at SextedMyBoss. We would love to hear from you for the new series. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at SextedMyBoss.com. That's the email. Or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letterhead of paper. Have you actually sent out any of these letterhead of paper? Yes, I have. Thank you very much. I've never seen you do one. Or you, you can write written to, into me. You can write to William who promises a Hamlet and reply in his own letter to paper. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. I wrote to your mum and dad recently and got your dad's name wrong, didn't I? Well, you spelt it wrong, yes. <laughs> I put brain. 
<laughs> I did and I put Brian with a Y. Yes, and he is definitely not Brian with a Y. Ah, fucking Jordan is barred from this house. Bloody never, never stepping foot over my but threshold again. You did when we were staying with my parents. You did leave your jacket, and my mother very kindly, at great expense, yeah, this annoyed, sent it back to you. Yeah, but. Sadly, it coincided with your birthday. It arrived the night before my birthday, so I thought, oh, this is a present. So it was the first thing I opened on my birthday, in the morning of my birthday. I opened it, I was like, oh, it's the jacket from William's mum. First question of Series 5, and it's from Hannah. Hi, Jordan and William. Sorry, I had to put Jordan first, as I am a fellow northerner. My problem is this. I need to know the correct etiquette for selecting avocados. I was doing my food shopping recently and noticed a lot of them were far too ripe and hold would up, need... Hold up, this is the most millennial letter we've had so far. <laughs> ...and would need to be eaten immediately. I felt a couple, and in the end was too embarrassed, so just chose the two I had hold of. I'm sure that's grammatically correct, Hannah. This resulted in me taking home two avocados that were far too ripe and already going brown when I cut them open. I was gutted, and quite frankly, it ruined my Sunday morning bagel. I hope you can shed light on this situation, as I can't go through this pain anymore. Also, I'm dying to try a G&D, but literally can't find Dubon A, which is spelled with a Y, it's probably Y, anywhere. I have a bad feeling I might have to venture to Waitrose for it. No, they don't just do them in Waitrose, we've said Asda. They could, like, if you, you know, independent wine shops. You know, My like, one, near where I've just moved to, have it. Yeah, like, you know the little wine shops you see that mm. just sell out wine? Alcohol. They do it in most that have been in there of the bonnet. Yeah, it's not. Or, or ask them to get it in. You know, just because they don't have it on the shelf. What's the help here for? I mean, this is basically cooking advice. Yeah. We're not Fanny Craddock. Who? Oh, genuinely, if you've not looked up Fanny Craddock on YouTube, and be careful how you type that in, but if you type in Fanny Craddock, hilarious. I thought it was a porn star. Fanny Craddock is not a porn star. Fanny Craddock's a porn star. Well, not this one I'm talking about. She was the first female TV cook, basically. Oh, that was Dealey Smith. No, oh my God. Life did not begin when you were born. Fanny Craddock. I always thought, I've heard the saying, oh, Fanny Craddock. I thought it was like, I thought she was an old porn star from like the 60s or something. No. Oh, you don't want to watch Fanny Craddock porn. Oof. What's your advice for Hannah? Um, you need to... Don't, you're supposed to, with your thumb, press the top... Oh, are you? Yeah, I think it's on an avocado, it's the top. And if the top just sort of, if it gives just enough, then it's right. If it gives... Oh, oh you got a floppy mic. <laughs> oh, have you gone floppy? Sorry, William's mic's got a bit... Oh. Didn't have that problem in your private members club last week, did you? My member wasn't much... Pri- <laughs> <laughs> My member wasn't private for long. <laughs> uh, yeah, do you know what? Can I just say, before I moved to London or started working in London, I'd never had an avocado. Genuinely? Yeah, honestly, and I know you might think, oh, yeah, right, we get it, you know, you played up to it. No, I, I, I think I remember the first time I had avocado. It was in a cafe in London. Gosh. It was smashed avocado. Mm. So it was only about three, four years ago when I first had avocado. I think I'd th- had guacamole. Well, then you've had avocado. Yeah, but... Um, Basically the same. Yeah, but squeezy guacamole in a tub. Oh, Okay. Hannah, in answer to your question, I, I think just use your thumb gently to press the top or buy avocados that are ripen at home ones and plan in advance what you're going to eat. I mean, I know that's, a, that's an alien concept to millennials, but you can do it. You know, I made you corned beef ash on the last episode of the last series. Yes. I'm going to make you my smashed avocado on toast. 
Well, he just dropped dropped it on the floor. No, I make a really good smashed avo. And... Smashed oh. avo. Oh, get, oh, darling, smashed avo. <laughs> Look, it's a handwritten letter with a card and wax. It's got wax. It's got a wax a, seal. A wax stamp. Oh, is it a wax seal? And it, look, this oh. is, it's a birthday card saying born in 1990, 30, a year to remember. And then it's got little boxes with celebrities born in 1990, you're not one of them, uh, popular baby names, you're not one of them, technology, Oh, what's sport. the popular baby names of now? I bet there's Daniel on there, everyone yes, in my year. Daniel. It's Daniel actually, everyone in my year at school was called Daniel. James, Matthew, Emily, Sarah or Jessica. Mm, there's you, a lot of Jessicas and Emilys. Uh, movies, hit songs, world population. Was Do you know what was number five... one when I was born? Um, we'll meet again, Vera Lynn. No, I'm not that old. What? It was Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to you. It's been 7,015 days since you took your love away. And nothing really does compare to you. Ah, oh, thank you. Mm. And this is from Claire to Jordan. Now, Claire, I just want to point out, um, it's so nice of you to write in and send a birthday card, but I think you find I was 30 last series, and where was my Can card? Can we stop mentioning thanks for the card, Claire? Yeah. But I'm 28. And thank you for my card, Claire, as well. Dear William and Jordan. This is a letter. Happy birthday, Jordan. Oh, rub it in, Claire. I have just binge listened to all your four series of your podcast and you've been fabulous. Oh, thank you. I'm looking forward to listening to series five in real time. Same shit, different day. You have mentioned a few... (laughs) You have mentioned a few times... So series five's going to be... Shh. You have mentioned a few times that this is not a podcast for parents. Well, I first became aware of you when I heard my daughter Megan listening to the episode about flat sharing when William said it's a dictatorship if you lived with the owner. I'm sad to say my 26-year-old didn't see the irony in this. My dilemma is this. When is it okay to tout your child to the podcast presenter? Just so you know, it's Jordan she likes. Oh. P.S. She loves the D. That actually makes me feel violently ill. (laughs) You can't... Claire, you can't say that. Claire. There's certain jokes mums shouldn't crack about the daughters, and I'm sorry, but that is one of them. You, we, when we say we love the D... Very liberal in Hampshire, aren't they? <laughs> what, what should we reply to that? What's the, what's the question? Well, the, the question is basically she wants to set her daughter up with you. Um... um well, <laughs> Help me out here. You've already, according to your carpenter, you've already got a missus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now for the new series, I've got a missus called Derek. <laughs> Help me out here. Come on, don't just stay. You're loving it. I'm squirming. Um, what should? How do you play? Uh, here you go. Here you yeah. go. This is a good one. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm declining it, but. Etiquette expert, how do you pol- politely decline if someone asks, asks, asks you to go for a date? Um, you, uh, that's really kind, but uh, I'm not dating at the moment. That is really kind of you, Claire. Um, thank you so much. And in answer to your question, Claire. And in answer to your question, I'm... 07402. <laughs> shut, shut up. Don't give my number out. That's Shut up. Double three. Nah, 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 nah. Don't give my number out. Next question. This one is from Rachel. 
It's come to us on email, help at sexedmyboss.com. Dear William and Jordan, firstly, may I just say I adore the podcast. You never fail to make me laugh. Thank you. Now, my dilemma is a strange one, but it has affected quite a lot of people within my extended family, and we could all do with some help. So here it is. My father-in-law won't stop masturbating. (laughs) Shut up. Why is this a problem, I hear you ask? (laughs) Well, the only computer in his house is in the dining room, which you walk almost directly into when you enter the house. No. I have walked in numerous times, as have both my partner's brothers and their girlfriends. It is reaching the stage where I kick the door and rattle the handle loudly before entering, just so I don't see anything I shouldn't. You're not the only one who's rattling the handle from the sounds of it. (laughs) It is always in the daytime as well, as he works nights and gets the house to himself almost every day. What should I do? Not going round is not an option, as there are things I need to drop off and pick up on a weekly basis. I have considered buying a laptop, but that would mean having to actually have that conversation with him, and I don't have the strength. I'd get a bloody cattle prod, never mind a laptop. Warmest regards, Rachel. Oh my God, I mean, I thought we'd peaked at Series 4 for the... Qu- so basically, a dad's a serial a masturbator. A father-in-law. A father-in-law is a serial masturbator. Gets excited over cornflakes. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Thank you. That was good. Um, um, <laughs> what do you do if your father-in-law's always wanking? That's well, it's nice to have a hobby, but that that probably hey, isn't one. I think maybe text him or give him a ring. Go hi, I'm coming over in the next five minutes. Uh, are you in? Are you busy? It's just one of those like it's like being fourteen again, fifteen. You know what it. You d- I thought that all stopped when you get up, get, got a bit older. I was wondering about that now that you're now, 30. Like, does, n- n- you, now that we are 30. Now that we are, just like, because that's not seemed to have slowed down. <laughs> does it? You're a bit older than me. It's it's dropped off by now. Does it? Mm. So, yeah. I think you need to do what you do when someone's um, on drugs, where you all have a... Sit down. What's it called? An intervention. Thank you, producer Benny Mier. An intervention. No, because then you're then the whole group is having to embarrass him, and then it's he in- needs to be embarrassed. Yes, he but- sounds like a fucking. You can't just have a wanking dining room on laptop Listen, whilst you've got people coming round. I'm sorry. If you're, gonna- that might be all right in your house, but it's not in mine. Rachel, if you're going to if you're going to do an invention, you've got to confront it head on, and don't twist my words. You need. <laughs> You go in and say directly to him, look, a few of us have noticed this. Try and minimise the embarrassment. Only I've said this a few times. Just you and that person say something. Or, actually, hang on, it's a father-in-law, so get your partner to confront. No. The, That's a well, very the, good this is where we. Buck. This is where we differ. You need to say, Derek, I would appreciate you not ripping its ugly head back when I'm around the house. Do what you do in your own time. I get that you work nights. No, but I don't think this guy's doing it when Rachel is in the house. It's just that he is busy when she arrives do you know what like real talk again it's always me that bloody saves it maybe you can all real talk and get him a laptop you know when you know when you you know when you that time when my mum and dad threw me out the house because um when i lived back at home they were going to cuddle they were gonna have yeah i don't want to talk about it so real talk when you think just do what you do when you think someone's in your house having sex just be really loud when you get in oh she said she does that though doesn't she Mm. rattle the keys i think i think get your partner to do it 
Right, okay. I'll ponder that one. Next question. Final one, please. Dear William and Jordan, I'm getting married in May and have started to think of things to write in my groom's speech. After reading various sources online about what should be said, it is a recurring theme that the groom must raise a glass to the bridesmaids. Why? Why? He writes in capitals. I do not understand this tradition at all. My fiancé's bridesmaids have not been very involved in any of the wedding planning other than her hen party, and I don't understand why a toast is warranted. So my question is this. Do you think it is necessary to include a bridesmaid's, no apostrophe, toast in my speech? And if so, why? Best wishes, Daniel. You don't do a toast to the bridesmaid, because I've... As you far do. As, do you? Yeah. I just... I... I I've always said thank you. you. You look beautiful, and thanks for helping the, the bride no, but get that, ready. That's because you were doing it as the best man. Oh, this is just the groom. The groom traditionally thanks the bridesmaids. Oh, I... the best man actually traditionally doesn't thank anybody. But now the more modern etiquette is that you toast the couple. But actually, right. that normally the couple is toasted by the father of the bride, who speaks first. Then it is the groom who speaks second and toasts the bridesmaids, and then the best man, who technically didn't toast anyone, but now toasts the couple again. Because, you know, one is not enough. Okay. So it is, you should toast the bridesmaid. Technically. But look, if they, you know, every wedding is different. And if they haven't done a lot, maybe you just toast every... I think the more... We can, you know, adapt it to modern times. The more contemporary thing to do, perhaps, would be to toast everybody involved in planning the wedding. Or, you know, so you toast the ushers, the best man. You toast the chief bridesmaid. So it's a little bit more all-encompassing. Okay, I've also got some tips if you're doing a groomsman speech. You said you're going on them websites, don't copy them. I mean, use them for tips, but don't copy the one lines from them because they've been done before and they're usually... It's been an emotional day, even the cakes and tears. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Um, I think it's quite funny. Yeah, it is actually, but okay, you can use that one. But yeah, um, don't, because they're written by Americans and we tend to have a different sense of humour. Go through your speech, try not to read it word for word, go through it, and also practice it in front of a few people. Have you ever done a, no, you haven't done a groomsman's speech because you're not married. No, but I've done plenty of best man ones. I did a speech even though I was groomsman at the last wedding I went to a no, few weeks ago. You weren't groomsman. I was a groomsman. Oh, no, I weren't. I was a, yeah, I was a groomsman. An usher. Oh, yeah, groomsman is the other word. For yeah, that, right? etiquette, yeah, I did a speech for the night, do guess. Listen, heterosexual weddings aren't my speciality. No? How many gay weddings have you been to? Um, have I been to okay, a gay I wedding? I there, wasn't I? Um, um, one. Your missus could... Did your missus... <laughs> Stop saying Did that. your missus propose this year? It was a leap year. I don't have a missus. Did she go down on one knee? <laughs> I just said it to the joiner because of that bloody present you got me. Anyway, what have we learnt? Uh, what have we learnt? We've learnt that uh, people now start to write to us for food tips. Yep. Uh, we've also learned. We've that learned that you don't have to actually toast the bridesmaids. You could sort of open it up or change. You know, at the end of the day, that's what she said. Who leaves a wedding thinking, "Oh, that was a terrible wedding"? They didn't toast the bridesmaids in the second speech. If you would toast, I know, toast whoever you want. Toast a cushion for all I care. Just do a toast. Here's what I've learned. It's absolutely great to be back. We are gagging for it. We are gagging for it. We'll see you next week. 
great company. Because the thing is, I realize the reason I love podcasts so much is because they're a great way to connect with people. Hello, I'm Youngblood. Joe Brand. I'm Paloma Faith. Jay Blades. Elizabeth Day. Zara Larson. Casper Lee. And I'm Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Apparently. It's Great Company with me, Jamie Lang. Out now. Hello, Gene Divas. We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help I Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.